0: I know I'm not supposed to say this I hate the Heisman the two dumbest awards in American sports are number one the NBA coach of the year where Byron Scott and Sam Mitchell and Mark D'Antoni Mike D'Antoni have the same number as Phil Jackson. It's the dumbest award in sports. Byron Scott statistically is the worst coach ever. Has as many as arguably the best coach. It is the dumbest award in American sports. The second dumbest is the Heisman. It's why I don't watch the ceremony, and I don't care about it, and I won't watch Louisville-Clemson for that. I'll watch it to see if one clubs the other and has a chance to win the championship. Going back to the say-it-out-loud theory, the Heisman is now only winnable by quarterback and running back. The voting is painfully parochial where Southern media vote for their guy, Western media vote for their guy. You have to mostly play at one of 12 traditional powers, or you can't get on TV at the end of the year or play in a conference championship where, you know, the voters will see you. Where 15% of the voters vote before the conference championship games, meaning, Potentially, the last big three games you play in as a collegian star, none of them count. Dan Lebitard's father has a Heisman vote. He's a wonderful man. If he's got a vote for an award, it's probably a little bit of a shtick. The ceremony itself is unbelievably uncomfortable. It feels like it was directed by Woodrow Wilson. Sweaty kids in suits that are often ill-fitting, under hot TV lights— staring at old men from the New York Athletic Club on an embalming fluid IV. This is the worst next-to-NBA coach of the year
1: award in sports in America. Question. If we were in an alternate universe and we were playing a college virginity football game, I'll be the running back. It's okay. I want to know, when it's all said and done, When the fucking dust is settled and the man are separated from the boys. Who'll be crowned the MVP? Who'll be RG3? Who's getting the fucking Hyman Trophy at the end of the season? Is it going to be me? No. No. I don't matter in the team. I'm highly replaceable. I'm the fucking running back. I don't matter. I mean, look, bruv, look, I don't do much, right? All I do is catch balls and block niggas. That's all I do. I get most of the hits. I'm gonna get CTE. But it is what it is. I don't matter. I don't do much. Okay? Is it gonna be you? Fuck no. Let's face it, bro. Let's not beat around the bush. Most of you motherfuckers who listen to this podcast are fucking degenerates. Okay? You motherfuckers have your arms sticking out. Right? Looking to grab some pussy. I know you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers are grabbing pussy at a thousand miles per hour. Donald Trump, it is what it is. It's locker room talk. Okay? So now, bruv, I'm not getting the Hyman Trophy. You are not getting the Hyman Trophy. Now, bruv, who's getting the coveted Hyman Trophy? I know who. It ain't me. It ain't you. But, bruv, Deja Harris... TI's daughter is definitely getting the fucking hymen trophy, god damn it. And you know what, bruv? She deserves it. She's the MVP. That's it, bruv. Her hymen is still intact. Incredible! NCAA pay Deja Harris. She deserves it. She's the MVP. Give her her fucking hymen trophy She fucking deserves it MVP 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 Her hymen is still intact T.I.'s daughter is untouched Why do I know this? I don't know Bro, I'm all the way in South Africa And I know about T.I.'s fucking daughter's hymen Why? Why? The internet, right? The world is smaller, bro. I'm going to Silicon Valley, bro. I'm gonna start an app, bro. Oh, you wanna filter, bro? It is what it is. I'm all the way in South Africa and I know about fucking Deja's hymen. Life is fucking crazy, but I digress. Deja Harris is untouched. Right? Her hymen is still intact. She's like a fucking ripe fruit that's still hanging on the fucking tree. This fruit hasn't fallen on Isaac Newton's head yet, bro. No! Gravity hasn't exerted itself on T.I.'s daughter's hymen. No! No way, Jose. She's untouched. Her hymen is fucking intact, Okay, bruv, T.I. is wildin', legit, bruv, T.I. was on some podcast, I don't know the name of the podcast, bro, all I know is, one of the hosts is Miguel's wife, <laughs> yeah, Miguel, Kaleidoscope Dreams Miguel, <laughs> let my love adorn you, Miguel. Leg drop at the Billboard Music Awards. Miguel. Sweet dreams turn into coffee in the morning. Miguel. Is he a fucking barista? Who knows, bro? Who knows? All I know is. All I know is. Miguel's wife is one of the fucking hosts. What's her name? Nazaneem, Nazameem. I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere there. Do your fucking Googles, bro. I can't do every fucking thing for y'all, bro. Okay? I gotta keep y'all entertained, informed, and all of that. What the fuck am I? Huh? Huh? Am I the fucking internet? Am I the fucking internet? Technically, I am. Technically. Right? You are listening to this on the internet, so... I'm a part of the internet. (laughs) My fucking voice... Is embedded on the internet So you know what bro I am the internet goddamn it <laughs> But I digress T.I. was out there chilling with Miguel's wife Talking about love, sex, and marriage And being a father in the industry The usual stuff Right? Bro, every podcast is about sex these days Legit Oh, the brotherhood we fucked. Oh, the sisters we hooked up with. Oh, white women give head. Oh, black dudes taking it in the ass. Every podcast is about sex. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Let's yo. Let's talk about something else, okay? How about a podcast on bedding? Let's bruv, right? Talk about fucking juve's all facts and pillows and sleep. The importance of sleep. That's what we need. We don't need any more sex podcasts, but it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. Do you ever take it in the ass? Uh, oh yeah, like sometimes I do, but you know, you know I'm not gay though, right? Yeah, I take it in the ass, but but I'm not gay. Tank. Legit! <laughs> Facts! How do you feel about fellatio? Well, if, you know, if, if, if a girl or a dude does it right and they use fucking pineapples, right? And they use peaches on the dick, hey, it's all good! Make it fruity! Make it fruity! <laughs> Out there, but I digress. Ti was on Miguel's wife's podcast, talking about sex, relationships, and fatherhood. Legit. And then he started talking about his daughter's hymen. Yo, I take my daughter to the fucking gynecologist. I tell my daughter, "Yo, sign right there. Sign right there. Okay." And then, when she's done signing her vagina away And agreeing to the virginal T's and C's And leaving a paper trail in the process Which is ironic, considering the fact that her father is T.I. That joke is fire Fuck, I'm good Right? When she's done doing all that She disappears into a dark alley With some old white weirdo dude Rocking a white lab coat Larry Nessa? Right? And then when they get to the other side of the alley, this fucking guy splits her privates open using hammers and sickles and fucking binoculars. Checks for the fucking hymen. Where's the hymen at? Where's the fucking hymen at? Searching for the hymen like Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> Where the hymen at? And then when he fucking spots the hymen, he fucking closes her up and ships her back to her father. He comes out with the fucking results and says, yo, Mr. Harris, your daughter still has a hymen intact. Congratulations. Congratulations. Right? NTI doesn't like preamble. Right? He doesn't like fucking building up to shit. No. Just fucking go straight to the point when you are talking to T.I. Because T.I. was like, yo, the doctor comes out and the doctor is like, yo, look, Mr. Harris, I want you to know. Just as much as there are many ways to skin a cat, there are many ways to break a hymen. Mr. Harris, your daughter would be out there running track. Then boom, her hymen goes. Then what? Your daughter would be out there playing basketball. Skylar Diggins. Right? And then she breaks a fucking hymen. Then what? Your daughter would be out there riding a bike. Right? Riding a bike. BMX. Like fucking Nigel Sylvester. And then she breaks the fucking hymen. And then what, Mr. Harrison And T.I. is like, Hey, yo, dog, 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 dog. No preamble. Don't build up to the fucking results. Get straight to the point. You know why? My daughter is no athlete. Look at her. Okay? Look at her. There are no muscles on these bones. Okay? <laughs> She's built like Peter Crouch. She looks like she's about to fucking head the ball. Look at her. Look at her. Zero muscles on those bones. She's built like Kevin Durant. Okay? Okay? She looks like she's about to shoot from the logo. Look at her. She's very clutch. Okay? Okay? She's very clutch in being unathletic. Look at her. So get straight to the point. My daughter doesn't play sports. No. 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 She doesn't. She doesn't play sports. Legit. She's built like a person who plays sports. But shouldn't be playing sports. Kevin Durant. Shouldn't be playing sports. But. He plays sports. Right? I'll give that to you, doc. She's built like Peter Crouch and Kevin Durant. Look at those body types. Those motherfuckers shouldn't be playing sports, but they're playing sports. Right? All I'm trying to say is, my daughter is doing exactly what Kevin Durant and Peter Crouch should be doing. Absolutely nothing. That's what she does. Okay? Okay? She's not a fucking athlete. Now tell me, doc. Is the hymen there or not? Nah? Give me the results expeditiously. T.I. loves that word. <laughs> expeditiously. Then the doctor be like, okay, Mr. Harris, okay. The hymen is still intact. The hymen is still there. The hymen is still there. And then, after that, T.I. is fucking happy, right? After those results, T.I. is fucking happy, and then they drive to the nearest Popeye's to celebrate by eating a fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich. That's how it goes! (laughs) And yo, bro, life is insane. T.I. spoke about his daughter's hymen. Right? And how he takes his daughter to the fucking gynecologist every year after her birthday. A day after. Right? They be out there celebrating. She's a jolly good fellow. She's a jolly good fellow. Right? And then she opens one of her fucking gifts. to doctor's appointment. <laughs> right? T.I is out there talking about how he takes his daughter to the Guinea to get hymen checkups every year. And you know what, bro? Look, I get it, right? Most people are fucking outraged by this. I get it, bro. I get it. It's crazy. It's weird. It's creepy. It's all of that. It's fucking invasive. Legit. Right? And look, bro. It could fuck up this girl Mentally like you know what I mean Like like she could be a fucked up woman Right It could really fuck her up But then again It could not Okay Then again it could not I mean look bruv Look I get it bro It's fucking weird It's fucking creepy Right It's a fucking invasion of privacy I get it It's wrong But bruv look We have to look at the positives and the fucking negatives. Okay? The fucking negative is that this is an invasion of privacy. Right? If I had a daughter, I wouldn't do that to her. Legit. Legit. I would fucking trust my daughter. Hey. Hey. Are you still a virgin? Yes, dad. Okay. Good. That's what I do i just fucking ask her. That's it. I would ask her. That's it. But T.I. is like, nah, 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 nah. Asking is not enough. I gotta go the extra mile. That shit is creepy. That shit is weird. Right? That's the fucking negative. It's weird, it's creepy, and it could fuck it up mentally. It could really fuck up the daughter mentally. But it also could not. The positives are that In the black community Fathers are never there Bro, fathers are fucking absent In South Africa, for example 70% of newborn babies Are born without fathers Legit And most of the fathers are still alive But they are not there The fathers are absent So the positive is that T.I. is a fucking present father He gives a fuck He gives a fuck about his daughter, bruv He cares And you know what, bro? We need to applaud that And look, bruv The daughter is going to college and all that shit, right? Evidently, she's smart And evidently, T.I. did something right Right? He gives a fuck. Are some of his methods? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing some things wrong. Right? The way that he goes about protecting his daughter from all of these fucking dicks in the world. is flawed. Legit. I don't support it. Facts. I don't support it. But like, do you know what I support, bro? I support fathers who give a fuck about their daughters. I support fathers who are there for their daughters. Legit, bro. Look, fam. There's a lot of fucking teenage pregnancy. Deja is like 18. Right? There's fucking teenage pregnancy. There's HIV and AIDS. There's fucking herpes. There's a lot of shit. Gonorrhea. It's insane out there. Have you seen the world? Have you motherfuckers who are outraged by what T.I. said? Have y'all seen the world? The world is insane. Legit, bruv. The same motherfuckers who are criticizing T.I. For what he said. Right? Are the same motherfuckers who would criticize T.I. If T.I.'s daughter would have fell pregnant at the age of 16, they were gonna say, Where the fuck were you, T.I.? Oh, you are out there chilling with Bernice, huh? You are out there fucking Bernice. Meanwhile, your daughter is out there getting fucked by fucking YBN so and so. Young so and so. NBA, who's who? <laughs> Legit! Lil' so-and-so. Young so-and-so. The so-and-so. <laughs> oh, facts, bro! Right? You are out there fucking Bernice. Meanwhile, your daughter... Is out there getting impregnated... By one of these fucking... Xanax addicts... Legit... It's all facts bro... Look... The way that TI... Is going about things... Is flawed... I get it... I understand the outrage... And on top of that... Right... Medically speaking... Virginity exams... Are a fucking sham... Legit, bruv. Legit. Because, medically speaking, the hymen doesn't indicate shit. Legit, bruv. The hymen doesn't indicate jack shit in the grand scheme of things. Facts. The hymen is not an indicator of fucking virginity or not. Legit. Because it's easy to break it. It's easy to break it. Some people are not even born with hymens. Then what? Right? So I understand, right? I understand the fucking medical aspect. I understand the fucking societal aspect. I get it. I get it. I don't agree with it. I don't support fucking virginity exams. It's bullshit. Motherfuckers in South Africa do them all the time. Right? They do them all the time. It's fucking invasive. Girls in South Africa, in some cultures, right? They get virginity exams. Right? And if they pass those exams, they get paraded on the streets with their fucking boobs out. Right? They get paraded on the streets wearing fucking traditional outfits and shit. And they be out there singing. <speaking in> the <middle> Which loosely translates to I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. Look at me. I'm a virgin. <speaking in the middle> <speaking in the middle> I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. Look at me. I'm a virgin. <laughs> Okay? Virginity exams are bullshit. Bullshit. They are fucking bullshit. But bruv, I applaud T.I. for just like being a present father. In the black community. He's fucking trying, man. He's trying his best. Right? So, instead of shitting on T.I., how about educate T.I.? And evidently, T.I. is a fucking smart guy. He's a smart man. Right? He just, he just doesn't have the information about this part of life. He knows the streets. Right? He knows how these lulls maneuver. Because he was one of those guys back in the days. Right? He was a player. A ladies man. He gets it. So bro, he doesn't want his daughter to fall prey to guys like him because he knows that guys like him exist in every era. Every fucking era. TI is just trying to protect his daughter. Legit. He's just trying to protect his daughter. The only thing he lacks is medical education. That's all he lacks. Right? That's all he fucking lacks. But beyond that, bro. Beyond that? Man, this fucking dude is trying, man. He's trying. Legit. He's fucking trying. So, yeah, bruv. T.I.'s daughter deserves the Hyman Trophy, bro. She's the MVP. She's the fucking MVP, bruv. T.I. knows what's out there, bro. He knows what's out there. These fucking lils, YBNs, and Youngs are out here running rampant, bruv. They are out here playing QB. These motherfuckers are quarterbacks, right? And they are throwing dicks all over the place at a thousand miles per hour. T.I. is just playing defense. Blocking them purple drank and Xanax filled dicks, bruv. Legit. These fucking dicks are fucking high on Xanax. And purple drank. These fucking dicks be out the fucking wobbling all over the place. Oh, I want to fuck. Oh, I want to break the hymen days. I want to break oh, all the fuck. Oh, I want to fuck. If I get you pregnant, I won't be there. You'll be alone. You're gonna be alone. You're gonna raise that child alone. <laughs> That's YBN so and so's dick. I just wanna fuck, please. Just a tip. 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 <laughs> That's a on fucking purple sprite. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Bro, this podcast is insane. Ti is just trying to protect his daughter. Plain and simple. Legit, bro. Legit. Bro, most girls don't have fathers out there. Facts. Most girls don't have fathers. Their fathers are absent as a motherfucker. But yeah, their fathers are absent as a motherfucker. And you know what happens to those girls? They grow up to call other dudes daddy. Okay? They grow up to call other dudes daddy. That's how it goes. So T.I. is just trying to fucking protect his daughter. So that his daughter doesn't end up calling Lil Twist daddy. Or Lil Xanax daddy. Legit. Girls with absent fathers end up calling other dudes daddy. Look at Sierra. Sierra calls Russell Wilson daddy. Bro, Russell Wilson wrote a fucking soliloquy on social media a few weeks back. Right? And at the end of that fucking soliloquy, he was like, hey, daddy loves you. Okay? I was like, wait, what? He was like, hey, hey, daddy loves you. I was like, wait, 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 what's going on? What what the fuck? Huh? Yo, Russell Wilson, did you just, did you just fucking third person yourself? Did you just call yourself daddy? Yo, whoa, wait, you call yourself daddy, meaning she calls you daddy. That's why you call yourself Dad. Whoa, yo. The fuck is going on? Sierra is like thirty-four years old. Russell Wilson is thirty years old. Sierra is four years older than Russell Wilson. But you know what, bro? It don't matter. It don't fucking matter. Okay? Russell Wilson is daddy. That's <laughs> it. Russell Wilson is Sierra's daddy. T.I. Is trying to prevent that from happening. Legit. Legit, bruv. And guess what? Russell Wilson is a fucking quarterback. You see that, bruv? That's called a callback. Bro, I'm so fucking good. I'm so fucking good. Look Just fucking tying it all up. Okay? This is comedy, bro. This is fucking comedy. And the fact that I'm freestyling all of this, bro. I'm disrespectful. That's how good I am. That's how good I am. But I digress. I ain't done. I digress. T.I. It's just trying to fucking prevent his daughter from calling another man daddy. Legit! Sierra calls Russell Wilson daddy. And look, bruv, Russell Wilson is a good guy. Right? He's a good guy. He's one of the best football players in the world. He just signed one of the biggest fucking contracts in NFL history. 140 million dollars. His fucking contract extension is insane. 140! 140Ms from the fucking Seahawks! So I get it, bro! I get it! I guess that's what happens. When you start earning fucking nine figures Right? You get called daddy You get called daddy It's all good bro I get it bro It's all good But T.I. is trying to fucking stop that From happening to his daughter All facts Legit bruv
2: Demystifying Medicine presents Busting Sexual Health Myths What is a hymen? It is commonly believed that there is a membrane that fully covers the vagina called a hymen. It is said to have been named after the Greek god of marriage, Imenios, leading to its association with virginity. While the ancient Greeks haven't been around for quite some time, Many people still believe that a hymen is a symbol of a woman's chastity. As a supposed membrane fully covering the vagina in every woman, many think that the first time a woman engages in sexual intercourse, it is punctured, leading to bleeding and pain. However, this is incorrect because that is not how the hymen works. These beliefs about the hymen spreads misinformation and can lead to unwarranted anxiety about sexual intercourse. In order to understand why these misconceptions about the hymen are false, we need to talk about the actual structure of the hymen. The adult hymen is described as a thin fold of mucous membrane situated just inside the vaginal opening. It is rarely fully closed. Instead, it goes around the vagina and has one or more openings, which can range from the size of a pinpoint to being able to accommodate one or two fingers. That is why it's still possible to menstruate and use tampons, despite having an intact hymen. It is not a full covering of the vaginal opening. The shape and size of the hymen also varies drastically from person to person. For example, the shape of the hymen can range from a ring to a semilunar fold and can even be absent in some individuals. Since the hymen is so individualized, it really makes no sense for it to be a universal virginity indicator. Also, some of the hymenal tissue can be worn away through everyday activities, such as sports or washing, at no injury to the individual. When it is damaged, it is unlikely to bleed or be painful, as the hymen itself has almost no blood vessels or nerves running through it. This makes it clear that the hymen is not an accurate method in determining virginity and should not be used as such. Damaging the hymen through sex or otherwise should also not be bloody or painful. Many people still fear pain or bleeding upon penetration. However, for the majority of individuals, as long as you are safe and comfortable with the situation, there should be nothing to fear. had strict parents Ooh. and I hated it I was the first one they were so strict with me but looking back there are things I'm like you, you could have let me go to the dance you the prom know? Well, I wasn't, to, I wasn't gonna to have sex on the dance floor right like, my you god could've.
3: no of course not the backseat <laughs> like, of the Buick.
2: <laughs> <Before laughs> on the way, you, way home I was a virgin okay <laughs> 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 But you know,
3: I heard about what girls <laughs> who say they virgins have like what they. <laughs> oh, you
4: guys have I swear, I swear. contingencies.
2: <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> like what? There <laughs> are
3: contingencies and alternative routes.
2: Oh lord! So have you had the sex talk with your daughters?
3: Have I? We go. <laughs>
5: Which, by the way, your daughters are so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. So beautiful. Thank you so, so um,
3: much. I'm
4: sure
5: I mean, you have your hands full. And, like,
3: the other one's 18, so
5: she definitely knows oh, about and
4: sex. See, but this I'm is
3: just
5: saying, Deja, right? She's
6: 18. Yes, right? Deja yes. is
3: 18, just graduated high school now. And she's uh, attending her first year of, of college, mm-hmm. figuring it out for herself. Uh, and, yes, not only have we had the conversation, Oh. We have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height.
4: Oh, you okay? <laughs> I'm done with you right now.
3: So, you know, yeah. uh, do you go with her? She's a prisoner. Yes, I, yes, I go with her. <laughs> do you go
4: with Somebody her? check on Deja. I
3: go with her. She's a
4: prisoner. Errol. So let me
3: tell you, right. So, so this is one time oh, we go. No. I think this might have been after her 16th birthday, and this is what we do. Like, you know, right after the birthday, we celebrate. We we'll go and check know, her
5: hymen after. And then, <laughs> what the
3: fuck? You know, usually, like, the day after the party, she's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on the dope. Guy knows tomorrow
4: 9.30. Oh, this is great.
3: <laughs> and so so look, right? So we'll go, you know what I mean? We'll go and, and uh, we'll sit down. We'll sit down and the doctor will come and talk. And, you know, the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, sir, I have to, you know, in order for me to share information, I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. <laughs>
4: Was well, the saying this right now. Was I need to know so, if your hymen's
3: still there. So we can uh, <laughs> share information. Do you have, is, there anything, is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, doc, ain't no problem.
2: You are the worst. And
3: so, <laughs> and so then, right, then they come and say, okay, um, well, I just, want, I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken. Right. Like, Bike riding, uh-huh. really? Athletics, horseback riding. That's aggressive. Um, <laughs> that
4: is aggressive and, riding. You know, just
3: <laughs> right. other other forms of, of athletic physical activity.
4: Is she an athlete?
3: can no. Oh, so <laughs>
4: there you so go. I say, You're like sorry, Doc. That's I say, not look, a possibility. Doc, I say, look, doc, She's doc, not.
3: She don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports, man. Just check the hymen, please. And give me back my results. Oh, Deja. Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously. But I will, you know, I will say as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. Oh,
2: Deja, you are an angel. You yes. know what you're doing? You're creating men to be vultures who are like, a no, virgin. No. Nah,
3: <laughs> that's all right. They're I'll tell like you another a, story. There's
2: no virgins left.
3: I'll tell you another story. <laughs> What's I mean? a virgin? I, man, they're no fun. <laughs> Who wants a virgin? Like, well they're no fun. That's, Who wants a virgin? That, I'll, like, I'll really. agree with you. Like really? Who wants really, like yes. they I don't mean, know. all of that work? There's
2: some weird people out yeah, there. Yeah, that are they'll like, pay for it. Yeah, they will. They'll
3: pay for yeah. it. for real.
1: <laughs> Yo! T.I. is a wild, wild dude. This guy is on this podcast talking about how he takes his daughter to the gynecologist to ensure that his daughter is still a virgin, right? And then he goes on to say, Who wants virgins? Huh? All that fucking work? Who wants virgins? Bro, you want virgins! (laughs) This dude is crazy! You want virgins. You want your daughter to be a virgin. Right? You want your daughter to be a virgin. And then you talk about how proud you are. That her hymen is still intact. And then you go on to shit on virgins. The fuck? Like, bro. (laughs) Yo, bro. Life is fucking insane. Okay? Okay? Life is fucking insane. What's going on, bro? What's going on? Yo, bro, yo. Yo, bruv. Yo. Life is fuck. I can't believe this. I I I can't. I'm lost for words. I want to make sure that my daughter is still a virgin. But fuck, I hate virgins. Huh? What the fuck is going on? Life is insane. With that said, bro, this is it, bro. Episode number 151 of the Might As Well Audio Experience. And um, I have another question for y'all. Okay. Why did the Virgin Mary cross the road? to go break a hymen by cheating on Joseph with God. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus, for comedy.
7: The following program contains violence, disturbing imagery, nudity, and, oh my God, why are you even watching this? Just run away. This shit is going to give you nightmares, for real. Nightmares where you are running naked on a treadmill made of razor blades, and your third-grade teacher is pointing and laughing at you. And even if you survive the treadmill with your feet intact, she is going to tell you that you flunked the third grade, which negates all the rest of your achievements. The program is rated TV-M-A-N-S-F-W-O-M-F-G-G-A-F-T-T-V-B-Y-G-A-S. BYGAS. is unsafe for epileptics. It kills lab rats. Why are you still here? This show came out of the dark recesses of a coked-up guy's mind who has just been given too much privilege and access and now just takes a depraved delight in disturbing and scaring you. In fact, if we're being totally honest here, the original creator never expected a third-season pickup, so now he's just trying to think of creative ways to kill the characters off. Seriously, don't watch this. We can't warn you strongly enough. Do you need a doctor of some kind? What is the matter with you? Viewer discretion.
0: Is advised. You wanna
1: censor something? Motherfucker, censor this! Might as well, might as well, might as well,
4: might as well.
5: Might as well, might as well.
1: The funniest thing about Russell Wilson's daddy tweet to Sierra is how women worldwide reacted to the tweet. That shit was hilarious. Bruv, I've never seen anything like that in my life. That shit was hilarious, bruv. Bro, dude, do you know how many fucking GIFs of waterfalls and fucking tidal waves and burst pipes I saw? When Russell Wilson let off that tweet. Bro, dude. I was like, "Wait, like a women worldwide legit turned on by Russell Wilson referring to himself in the third person as daddy?" Bro, that shit is weird as fuck. Hey Sierra. Daddy loves you. <laughs> Bro, that shit Is creepy to me But evidently Women worldwide Were having a fucking Orgasm Legit Bro These women were out there Fucking tweeting gifs Of burst pipes And other bodies of water And I was like wait like, Are they insinuating that They are fucking turned on They were like yeah it's wet down there boy It's the fucking Nile down there, boy. It's the fucking Atlantic down there, boy. I was like, damn. This shit is weird. And that shit got me thinking, bruv. Like, yo, like, a father's leaving their kids worldwide. Like, a father is just abandoning their kids worldwide. Is this a fucking global epidemic? I thought it was a problem in South Africa only, bruv. But evidently, I'm wrong. Evidently, fathers are leaving their kids at a thousand miles per hour worldwide. And now these kids, right, are grown men and women. Who are out there searching for replacements, right? They're searching for new fathers. And in their boyfriends (laughs) and husbands... They are finding new fathers. New father figures. That shit is crazy, bruv. It's insane. Fathers are abandoning their kids at a thousand miles per hour, bruv. And now Russell Wilson, referring to himself as daddy, turns them on. That shit is weird, bro. That shit is fucking weird. Women are out here searching for fathers bro Legit They are searching for fathers They are searching for men To take care of them Right? Because their fathers didn't That shit is weird man Honestly Like actively searching For a dude To basically father you (laughs) It's weird. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Right? Bro, a few days ago, I saw this tweet. You know, it's a random tweet because people love retweeting motherfuckers, you know. So I saw this tweet. And it was a retweet. By this girl. This girl was like, and I quote... If you know any rich man looking for a whore to spoil, please contact me. I am tired of working. That's what this girl said. She's tired of working. And she calls herself a whore. And she's searching for a rich dude to take care of her. She's searching for a daddy. Legit. Now look, bro. When I saw this tweet, I was like, "All right, do you? Right? Your body, your choice, your life. Do you?" When I saw it, I was like, "Okay, right? She's a whore, and she's doing what whores do. Right? Whores." Search for rich dudes Who can fucking finance their lifestyles Right? That's what whores do And she was doing what whores are supposed to do Right? Whores look for rich dudes with low self-esteems Okay? Rich dudes who don't know their worth (laughs) Right? And then... They fucking drain their bank accounts. That's how it goes, bro. That's how it goes. That's the fucking circle of life right there. No Timon and Pumbaa needed. No Awumba way, Nah, none of that. No Nala. No Beyonce on this one. No Rafiki needed. Nah. None of that. No, none of that. None of that. Oh, in the jungle? Oh, the mighty jungle? What happens? What happens? The lion sleeps tonight? Great! That's good! But guess what? While the lion is sleeping, the fucking lionesses are out there draining his bank account, buying fucking Gucci, Hermes, Balenciaga. Chanel Versace Okay They're out there doing what they do Legit That's how it goes bro That's how it goes So when I saw this girl's tweet I was like I right, cool bro This is just a normal whore Doing what whores do Inshallah bro. Do you Do you boo Get yourself a rich dude who can copy you that fucking latest Louis Vuitton collection. By Virgil. Put that in quotes. All facts. Do you. Right? And then then I saw something weird. Right? I thought she was a normal whore Ah, until I saw something kind of off. Right? Some of the fucking posts were very uh uh educational. Meaning they had educational material in them. I'm talking about fucking, you know, like yo, I'm teaching an English class today. I'm teaching this topic and that topic. Right? I'm teaching fucking first graders today. Oh, these first graders are so annoying. Oh, this student in my class didn't understand the theorem of Pythagoras. Right? Oh, I was teaching these kids about the fucking Aleph numbers. A set of infinite infinites. I was like, wait. Huh? Bro, what kind of whore knows about you know, mathematics Like let's keep it a buck bro All whores know It's just fucking sucking a fucking That's it That's it They know The fucking dimensions of a dick But they don't know the dimensions Of other objects Period All they know Is a fucking dick piece Everything else bro they don't know shit about it. Okay? So, bruv, I was appalled to see a whore who understood Shakespeare. I was like, whoa. This whore is basically explaining fucking Shakespearean plays. What's going on? I was like, god damn, bruv, these whores are advanced And then I did more research and learned that this girl, this woman, this lady is a legit teacher. What? Yeah. She's a teacher. Bruv, a whole teacher. She teaches first graders, grade one. Kids. Fucking 7 year olds and shit That's what she teaches Grade 1 I was like what Huh Bro This lady Is a teacher Right And she's out here calling herself a whore On social media Huh Bruv This girl Is South African And she's very young. She's a a fucking millennial. Right? These fucking millennial teachers. You know? Like, bro. Yo, the world is fucked. Legit. The world is fucked. This girl is South African. She's a fucking millennial. And she's teaching in South Korea. (laughs) Legit. She's out there teaching fucking English and shit. She's out there teaching fucking math. Or whatever the fuck. It don't matter the fucking subjects, okay? All I know is, this fucking girl is a teacher. A real true blue teacher. With a fucking chalkboard. Like, bro, what? She's a teacher, and she's out here referring to herself as a whole. Go figure. That's the world we are living in. Whores are now teaching first graders, <laughs> bro. Yo, millennials, huh? Like, dude, millennials are crazy. And, bro, look, I'm a millennial, I'm a millennial, right? I'm 27 years old, I'm a millennial, bro. Yo, my generation is insane. All facts. All oh, facts. My generation is insane. This person teaches grade 1 students. And she calls herself a hoe on Twitter. Bruv, what a time to be alive. Millennial teachers are wild. Facts. They are just a bunch of fucking city girls... Teaching Newton's laws of motion. (laughs) City girls, bruv. Millennial teachers are city girls. Facts. Bruv, these girls be out there teaching kids Newton's three laws of motion. These fucking whores are out there breaking down Newton's three laws of motion on some law number one. Every object in a state of uniform whore motion Will remain in that state of motion Unless an external dick force acts on it (laughs) Law number two Daddy force equals mass times earning acceleration (laughs) Law number three For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction We ain't gonna modify that one. It applies on anything. Facts. Newton's third law of motion applies on anything. Anything. It just fucking works. It's that good, bro. It just fucking works. That's it. Bro, we are living in the craziest time in human history. All facts. There's a lot of fucking information out there. Right? Like, there's a lot of fucking different personalities out there. There's a lot of fucking opinions out there. It's just fucking crazy. Too much content. Too many content creators. Everybody's trying to trend. It's a fucking mess. The world is a disaster. Facts. Bruv, in the words of the love of my life. Okay? She said, and I quote, Teachers are the new Call center agents. (laughs) End quote. That's what she said. And you know what, bruv? I agree. I fucking agree, bruv. Facts. Like, bro, dude, we all know that you don't need to be super qualified to be a fucking call center agent. Right? Those motherfuckers are just winging it. Center agents are just winging life. Plain and simple. Period. They're just winging life. And now, teachers. Millennial teachers are just fucking winging it. They're winging it. Facts. Teachers are the new call center agents, bro. Shout out to my queen. Shout out to my queen for the bar. Here's what's going to happen. I am going to have to fix you,
0: manage you to, on a more personal scale, a a more micro form of management. Jim, what is that called?
7: Micro-Jimin? Boom.
0: Yes. Now, Jim is going to be the client. Dwight, you're going to have to sell to him without being aggressive, hostile, or difficult. Let's go.
7: All right, fine. Ring, ring. Hello? Hello, this is Dwight Schrute from the Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Wow, that's great, because I need paper. Excellent, then you are in luck, because we are having a limited time offer only on everything. Wow, this is my lucky day. Ask him his name. What is your name, sir? I am Bill Butlicker. Really, that's your real name? How dare you? My family built this country, by the way.
0: Be respectful, Dwight,
7: please. Uh, Yes, Michael. Could you hold on one second? That's my other line. What? No, but I... Hello? Yeah... No, I'm just on the phone with this stupid salesman. He's so dumb. Probably just gonna keep him on the line forever and not buy anything. (laughs) Okay.
1: It's up to you to change
7: his mind. Sorry. That was a family emergency. Oh, no. What's wrong? You know what? That's private.
1: Boundaries, Dwight. Come on.
7: I'm sorry, Mr. Butlicker, As I was saying,
1: (sighs) we're having a limited. Let's speak
7: up a little bit louder. I'm hard of hearing. He's
1: hard if he's an old man.
7: Okay. As I was saying, right now we are having. Let's talk louder. Okay. Our prices have never been lower. Son, you have sir, to talk louder. Never been lower. Louder, okay. son! Butlicker!
0: Our prices have never been lower! Stop it! Stop it. Pete. That is
4: totally inappropriate. You never yell at the
7: client. Now you listen the to me, sir. Here we go. The three words I would describe Here you as go. is aggressive,
0: yes. hostile, and definitely difficult. Give please, phone, Mr. Butlicker. I'm the irate phone. right give now. Me the please, please give me please another rate. chance. Give me the phone. Mr. Butlicker. Give me the phone. I have to put you on with my boss. Well, I should hope so. Who is this? Hello, this is Michael Scott, regional manager. Well, this is William M. Buttlicker. Hello, Mr. Buttlicker. How may we help you?
7: Michael, I like the sound of your voice. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy $1 million worth of paper products today. (laughs) See how it's done?
0: Thank you very much, sir. I don't think you'll regret it. (laughs) You're the master. There is
7: one condition, Michael. Yes. You have to fire the salesman that treated me so terribly. Don't do it, Michael.
1: Teachers are the new call center agents Wow What a bar Bruv, if you're looking for merch ideas Here's one Teachers are the new call center agents Put that on your t-shirt Put that on your cap And bruv, if you have a bunch of random tattoos on your body Right? Some shits that have no meaning on your fucking flesh How about tattoo this on your forearm Teachers are the new call center agents All facts Incredible Incredible Those motherfuckers are winging it Call center agents wing everything You don't need to be qualified bruv To be a call center agent Fuck that And now You don't need to be qualified to be a teacher The only qualification you need bruv It's a twang. Do you have a twang in your accent? Yes or nah? (laughs) If you twang, you can hang. That's how it goes. If you twang, you can hang. That's all they need from you, bruv. You don't even need to fucking know big English words. Nah. Nope. Nope. If you twang, you can hang. Come teach these fucking first graders. Bruv. Every South African girl is now teaching Asians English. Like, whoa. Like, when did we become the fucking guardians of the English language? Huh? And by we, I mean South Africans. When did we become some fucking bar? Of the English language. When did that happen? Huh? When did that happen? It's crazy bro. Bro. South African girls. Are out there teaching English. To Asians. At a thousand miles per hour bro. These fucking bitches. Can't even spell segway. Okay. Okay bro. These fucking girls. Can't even spell Segway. They spell Segway like this. S-E-G-W-A-Y. What? Wait, wait. E-G-W-A-Y That's how you spell segway Ayo You got the wrong segway The segway you are talking about Is a fucking two wheeled Self balancing Personal transporter (laughs) Used by security guards All over the world Okay Motherfuckers are spelling segway wrong Segway is S-E-G-U-E. That's how you spell Segway. And these motherfuckers are out there teaching Asians English? What? Bruv, yo, yo, life is insane. These people can't even spell. And they're out there teaching first graders. What? Yo bro, the world is insane. Legit. Bro, these teachers don't get vetted at all, huh? Legit. They are basically South African taxi drivers with weaves. <laughs> Legit. These girls are not getting vetted. The fucking vetting system, right? Is very poor. Like, dude, yo, bruv, yo, these girls can't spell. Okay? They can't spell. And some of them are out here searching for daddies. Ayo, bro, are these your queens? Ayo, South Korea, are these your fucking queens? Huh? Bro, these girls... Are South African taxi drivers with weaves? Facts. Like who's vetting these people? Who? They're like the South African, you know, taxi industry. bro. we all know that taxi drivers in South Africa don't get vetted. 99.9% of these niggas are felons. All facts. These motherfuckers are hitmen. They are fucking hitmen. in Incubi. Facts. 99.9% of South African taxi drivers are fucking felons. These motherfuckers got cases. These motherfuckers have served time. These motherfuckers have killed people. That's how it goes. And now... The fucking education industry is now moving like the South African taxi industry. Who's vetting these teachers, bro? We have a whole teacher calling herself a whole. What? On a social media platform. She's tired of working. So evidently, she doesn't want to teach anymore. She wants to be a professional whore. And these fucking first graders, these fucking first graders are taking up too much of a time. Legit. Fam, the world is insane, man. Legit. The world is fucking insane. That's the way we live in, bro. Millennial teachers are a horse. That's how it goes And they are out there searching for daddy They are searching for daddy When they are supposed to be mommy To first graders Right? For like 5 hours or 6 hours in a day They are supposed to be mommy <laughs> Right? That's how it goes Man, yo, yo, we living in a crazy time, man. Honestly, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I really don't fucking know. You know? I, I I I'm trying to make sense of it all, but I I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't fucking know. You know? Everything is fucked. Everything is fucked Everything is fucked A few days ago Some dude Proposed to his girlfriend At a KFC joint Right Table was full of fucking chicken and chips Right Streetwise 2 and shit Coca-Cola You know the good stuff You know The diabetes inducing stuff You know? But it is what it is, bruv. You know? You got ten toes if you lose one who's counting. Right? That's how it goes, man. It's fine. You'll be okay, bro. You'll be okay. Just get on one knee. And propose to your fucking girl. And that's what this guy did. Right? He got down on bended knee. And proposed to his fucking girlfriend. And she said, yeah. You shot at you, Right? A match made in diabetes, streetwise having. Legit. It's a fucking fairy tale. It's a fucking fairy tale. It's incredible. You know? So this guy proposed at a KFC joint And uh, you know, people taking videos of the proposal, right? And those videos made it online. That's how it goes, right? That's the fucking circle of life, right? That's how it goes. Those videos made it online, and you know, people taking shots of the videos. Ah, look at this guy. (laughs) Ha ha. You know, he can't afford a fancy restaurant. (laughs) Ha ha. Right? He took a girl out to a fucking KFC. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Right? These motherfuckers who are out there chilling at, at the fucking Flamingo Room. You know, at Tashas. In Santana. we hanging out in Santana. Oh my God. Look at the Mandela statue. Oh my God. Right? They're out there hanging out. And judging poor people. You know, you know, you know. These fucking aristocrats, you know. These fucking aristocrats. And some of these people are not rich Some of these people are basically living fucking hand to mouth All facts Some of these people got debt on debt on debt These are all facts Right? They are out there judging this nigga for taking his girl out to a KFC and then proposing Ayo bro, at least he's got real love For richer or for poorer What do you have? What do you have? Huh? What the fuck do you have? Life is insane bro So yeah Some motherfucker, you know, made fun of these people and that guy went viral, right? Oh, look at this asshole taking shots at these, you know, at these people, like this beautiful couple, you know? And that went viral and then something beautiful happened, right? These brands started popping up saying, you know what? We will donate. This will give this couple money. We will you know uh fund their fucking wedding and all that shit. Fucking DJs popped up, y'all play for free at their wedding. Singers popped up. Right? Granted, you know, you know, by singers you know I'm just saying like it, it was a singer, a singer popped up. Right? A singer popped up, a singer by the name of fucking Donald. Right? Donald was like, yo, I'll bring my fucking red mic. And by the way, if you are outside of South Africa, do your Googles. Right? Go on YouTube right now and search for Donald South Africa. Or, or a song of, of his called In Denial, right? Just go Donald In Denial. That dude is our, uh, uh, I guess our uh, equivalent to, uh, an Asha, I guess? Right? I, I don't know, bro. I don't know But it is what it is right So that dude is He is a fucking uh, R&B stereotype Like he's every R&B stereotype in one Right He, He sings in the rain shirtless He sings in the shower Right These are all of his fucking music videos That's how it goes Legit he wears white, right? Like, he throws himself to the floor. Like, it is what it is. That's Donald. Do your Googles. Research. But I digress. So fucking singers were out there going, Yo, I'll sing at their wedding for free. DJs, yo, oh, I'll play at their wedding for free. Right? And big brands came out. Like Huawei said, yo, we'll give them phones. Telkom, which is a fucking ISP in South Africa. Oh, like, we'll give them data and airtime. Right? Alcohol brands. Oh, yo, we'll give them booze. It, it was crazy. It's a fucking mess. Hotels. Oh, we'll give them a five-night stay. Right? Oh, yeah, we'll allow them to fucking tour and see the... Da, da, da. Yo, bro, people are just out the fucking donating. Money. You know, everything. They're giving them fucking, you know, products. And, dude, they gave them a lot. A billion brands popped up. Now, here's my problem. And and look, it's a beautiful thing, right? But I got a problem, right? My problem is... Like... All of these brands are now using this as a way to market their shit now. Right? Like... They are using this situation, right? As a... Form of free advertising. Because this proposal has turned into a fucking marketing blitz. Right? And now everybody's jumping in. Oh, I'll donate this. Oh, my company's XYZ. And we are going to donate 5000 Now everybody, you know, is donating, put that in quotes. Right? But also they promote it. They're promoting their companies. They're promoting their fucking products. And I think that shit is nasty. It is. These motherfuckers are parasites. And by the way, Parasite is an incredible movie. Go watch it. bra. mind, fucking, blown. But I digress. These motherfuckers are parasites. Legit. They are parasites. I mean, look. The first five people to donate to this couple... I believe they were more legit. Right? They were real. Oh, yeah, like in the first five, yeah, I believe those guys. Right? And maybe like, you know, two or three more after that. Let me say the first eight were legit. Bruv, from fucking 10 upwards, I don't believe those people. Those motherfuckers are now using this proposal because it went viral. As a way to fucking market and advertise their product Fact And that shit is nasty to me bro It's fucking nasty Look Two things can be true Right These brands, these companies, and these people Donating their products, money, and time To this couple is a beautiful thing Right That's the fucking positive But then on the flip side They are using these people as a way to fucking like sell more shit to people who are outside of this proposal. Like to people who are looking at this fucking, you know, viral moment. They're now going, oh, everybody's looking at this like all the eyeballs are on this proposal. Might as well throw ourselves in there. Right? Donate a few things And then peddle a few other things To the people who are watching This viral moment It's all about engagement, right? It's all about numbers It's all about Oh, yo, who saw this? Who saw that? How many people saw this video? How many people engaged with this video? How many people liked it? How many people shared it? Right? Now everybody's hopping on bruv. It was just fucking brand after brand after brand after brand after brand. Oh, we'll give them fucking sofas. Oh, we'll give them a suit. Oh, oh, I run a fucking jewelry company. We'll give them fucking diamond rings. Hey, yo, bro, relax. Relax. Some people were out there fucking donating things that couples don't need. Legit. Like, yo, bro, I saw some wild shit. Facts. It's crazy, bruv. So I'm like, "Hey, y'all, bruv, yo, what well, well, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Like, it lost its fucking authenticity, right? Like, and when something loses its authenticity, it becomes unethical. Legit It becomes unethical." And most of these brands don't have fucking ethics. They don't care, bruv. They are fucking opportunists. And I don't like it. It's fucking nasty. Again, two things can be true. I'm happy for the couple. I'm happy. It's a beautiful thing, bruv. I like seeing people come up. It makes me happy. Like, I I love seeing that shit. I love seeing people come up. Especially people who are at the fucking bottom I love that shit Luck works in mysterious ways And it's a beautiful thing Right? I'm not hating on the couple No, 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 no No, no No, no. I want the couple to get the stuff Legit And that's another thing In South Africa Right? Moments like these start off good And then they end very horribly They go sideways very quickly in South Africa Right? Legit I saw fucking hundreds of brands going We are going to give them this, we're going to give them that I'm pretty sure 50 of those are not going to follow up Right? If there's a hundred brands Donating shit or fucking claiming that they're going to donate shit? Bruh, yo, more than half of those brands are not going to deliver. That's how it goes in South Africa. And then it's going to turn into a big fucking story. Oh, Telkom promised them this, but they haven't delivered. Oh, this brand promised them sofas worth 50,000 rand. They still haven't delivered. This fucking guy said he runs a fucking jewelry business. He still hasn't delivered. That's how it's going to go. Right? Because it's South Africa. Motherfuckers know how to promise, but they don't know how to deliver. That's how it goes. They know how to promise, but bruv, the execution is usually horrible. All facts. You know, that's life, man. That's fucking life. That's fucking life. But bruv, yo, congratulations to this couple. It's a beautiful thing. I love seeing people come up. And I hope they get all the things that these motherfuckers promised. Um, and, and, and I'm super happy for them, bro. I'm super fucking happy for them. I love seeing people come up, bro. Because I'm from that. I'm from, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 I'm from a place of working people. You know? Proletariats. Right? That's where I'm from. And, and I love seeing people come up. Because that's where I'm from. I came up because that's where I'm from. So I love seeing people from uh, you know, similar neighborhoods and similar fucking backgrounds come up. What I hate is people using those people to sell and milk the system. To sell shit to the system and continue to fucking milk the system. That's what I hate. That's what I fucking hate. That's what I hate. It's like, goddamn, bro. Like, yo, poor people can never catch a break. They're always being used all the fucking time. They're always being used. I hate that shit. Right? Because these brands all fucking swarmed to this viral moment and they're all just fucking dropping their shit. Oh, we'll give them these phones brought to you by. Hey, yo, bro, relax. Relax. Oh, yeah, yo, I make suits. Oh, my number is zero da 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 da. I make suits and I'm gonna donate suits worth fucking a hundred thousand rand. Here's my website. Oh, and for all of you other people who are watching this, if you are interested in suits, here's my website. That's nasty, man. That's fucking nasty. That's nasty. But you know what, Bravo, look, congrats to the couple. I'm happy for the couple. Yo, you all the motherfuckers, you guys are nasty. Fucking nasty. Hey, hey,
5: hey, hey, oh, boy,
6: boy, boy.
4: I
1: leave his. Nah nah. Nah nah. Nah nah. Nah I'm in a cooking in the kitchen. I'm in a cooking in the kitchen. Hola. Oh, la. Oh, fucking Fucking. Uh, fucking oil. Fucking shit. Making my friend Maui foodie. He ordered a take away. Fucking Uber Eats wants to take my money fucking restaurant and the business is a fucking bullshit. Fucking hell. Maui told me to tell you to visit the XORoyalty.net. That's where everything XO is at. Oh, the fucking hell. Oh, there comes Maui. There comes Maui. Hey, yo, Papi. How's up, Papi? What's good? Hey, the Maui Yeah, the Maui. What's good? I'm good, man. I'm good. Is my food ready? Almost. Almost the fucking oil is just a fucking bouncing and jumping out to the out of the fucking port. Welcome to Poppy's restaurant.
6: I mean, as a child, I didn't have any. It didn't really mean anything because my father was not there uh, in the you know in the formative years of my life. So it was just another day.
5: Uh, so it didn't really carry any meaning to me. What sort of impact, you know, do you think not having a father present in your life growing up had on you?
6: I mean, I think for a child who grows up without their father, they, I mean, research has shown that uh, children who grow up without their father, you know, their emotional development is retarded. I mean, I remember in my own story that at the age of 33, that's when I realized that actually my emotional development towards my father is that of a four-year-old. So emotional development and there's also, I mean, social interactions, the, the father who's not there, their child becomes you know, socially a bit retarded. And uh, the father also influences the child's um, educational outcomes and intellectual development. I mean, for a girl child, more importantly, you know, that relationship with your father, is, is, is he's your first love. He should be ideally your first love. He should be the person who, who, who teaches you how, to, how, how you can be treated by, by a man. And in their absence, you know, they influence how you later then interact in romantic relationships.
5: That would then be my next question. How do you feel that, you know, it affected you with your relationship with men?
6: I think okay, for me I went through a lot of therapy and I've had then I've had to unravel and deal with many of those issues that a lot of girls and a lot of women haven't really dealt with, those wounds of know how you see men and how you how you see yourself and how you experience love from men so i mean uh, insecurity in relationships you know women who are clingy women who you know who, who who are untrusting in men and i think so those are some of the issues that then women then experience later on Or oh, just allowing themselves to be abused and not knowing how to walk away when they
5: feel abused because they don't know what it means to mm-hmm. be loved. So take us father. through take us through your book. It's called yes. Unfathered, a yes. story of healing. And you know, take us through your inspiration in in wanting to to write this book and what you're hoping anybody who reads this book is going to be gaining from this.
6: Okay. So the book is actually a letter. It's written as a letter. It starts with Ntate, which is a sort of meaning father. It starts like that. It's a, it's it's me writing a letter to my father um essentially telling him what my life was like in his absence and it's really sharing my story of pain with him and i'm hoping that those who read it those who walk the same journey whose fathers are not there they get to understand some of the emotional experiences they get to hear that they are not alone and they get to begin to unravel their own stories to you know to realize that uh, there's a lot that 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 affects us when our fathers are not there Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that the story helps others to start to, to interrogate their own lives, to start to find healing in their own
5: stories, the way I found mine in my own story. Have you been able to you know, connect or speak to other people that have gone through the similar growing up that you had without having an absent father and, and seen um, their dynamics? Of course, you've mentioned that you've gone through therapy, mm-hmm. and that certainly definitely helped Help. you. Um, you know, some people don't believe in going to therapy. Some people would never even associate what they're going through, or um, you know, their emotional vulnerability, with not having a the present father. father. Yeah.
6: Yes, I have. Especially in the past year, since the um, since launching the book, I've had so many stories of of young people uh, uh, who 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 grew up without their fathers and who, to whom this story now makes them realize that their own pain, their, o- their own wounds that are still there, that have not been dealt with. And yeah, it, it is in writing the story that then you know you, you get to, to hear people's stories. There are many stories out there, there are very painful stories out there that have been as a result of fathers who are not there. Mm-hmm. So um, people, yes, there are people who don't believe in therapy. I keep, I say to people, look, you don't have to go to therapy if you don't believe in it but just be aware of the consequences of carrying those wounds have on your life. You find mm. people who are angry, men who are angry, they don't know why suddenly when they get married they become these angry people who hurt other people. As long as, you know, as long as you don't deal with your own wounds with your own father then you're going to be this person who hurts other people in life. So if your, your behavior, your current behavior suggests that you have issues because of those wounds, then I, I, I suggest that you deal with it. Essentially, what is
5: your message to any child, boy or girl, who is growing up without an absent father, or possibly maybe had a father figure in their life and doesn't have it anymore?
6: I say for, I mean, to them, I think the, the most important thing is the, the awareness of how that impacts on their lives. Are there, how, how is it that, how, how is the, the absence of your father or of a father figure, how is that influencing your life? being aware of, of the emotional gaps, the voice that the person may have left in you, then you are in a better position to, to, you know, to look at yourself and to find ways to heal for yourself. I mean, it's for your own good after all. Yeah. Uh, if you don't heal, if you don't deal with them, then you, know, you are vulnerable to behaviors that are unacceptable in society, and you end up, you know, we end up with the society that we have currently, which is, which is really hating.
1: I'm fucking, fucking Maui fu- Mao, Mau, bro bro, 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 bro,
4: That's who I bro, be, bro, be, bro, bro, <laughs> bro.
1: All I wanna know, fool is, what the fuck cool is, never been on a cool list, but still I'm the coolest, carrying people's hats and coolers. All I wanna know, fool is, what the fuck cool is, never been on a cool list, but still I'm the coolest, carrying people's hearts and coolers. All I wanna know, all I wanna know, all I wanna know, fool is, what the fuck cool is, never been on a cool list, but still I'm the coolest, carrying people's hats and coolers. All I wanna know, all I wanna know. What I wanna know, what I wanna
4: know <laughs>